Hello and welcome back to That Tech Enthusiast podcast. I'm your host, The Alien Doctor, and today we're going to be talking about the latest tech news for the 22nd of October. Oh, that's when this is recorded and hopefully when it'll be released as well. Okay, so to start things off, obviously... Um, Black Friday is coming up in roughly a week's time and yeah there are a lot of Black Friday things, uh, news articles so it was kind of it took a little bit longer than normal because I had to scroll past all the Black Friday things. Uh, However there is one Black Friday thing that I do want to talk about because it's made me quite excited and this is also somewhat direct uh, indirectly related sorry to my uh, custom PC that I'm going to be building and it is that the Samsung's best SSDs are now cheaper than ever on Amazon uh, for Black Friday. And I am so, so tempted to buy one because these are NVMe SSDs. They're one terabyte. If I buy it, it means that I will get, I will still have a working laptop afterwards, which could be a good thing. Um, so the one terabyte version has chopped down to a hundred and twenty pounds, um, and the five hundred gigabyte version is at seventy pounds. And if we look here, so the uh, RRP of the Samsung nine seventy Evo Plus one terabyte PCIe NVMe M dot two internal solid state drive. I've just read that name completely off the Amazon listing. Um, as you can see here, it's RRP is £239.99. Right now, it, it's in a deal uh, for £119, so you'd save 120 which is 50%. Uh, this actually does look like a really good deal. I don't think there's a deal on the 2 terabyte version, or maybe there is then. No, because this is just the Amazon price, isn't the deal price. And then... So, yeah... Uh, uh, 239 down for 119 for the uh, one terabyte version and then on the 500 gigs it's now 69 pounds 99 which is actually pretty good these are samsung's best um best ssds as far as i'm aware um it's sequential read slash write speeds up to 3500 um, sorry, sequential read speed of 3,500 megabytes a second and then sequential write speed of 3,300 megabytes a second respectively. Performance varies based on system hardware and configuration. NVMe PCIe Gen 3.0 times 4 um, Designed for tech enthusiasts, hardcore gamers, and professionals who need unrivaled performance. So yeah, this is interesting. And I am so, so tempted to buy one as opposed to just using the SSD I put in my laptop a while ago. Because this is faster for a start. And it's it's going to mean that I'm going to have to wait a little bit longer for my, for my PC to be finished. However, I might do it. I'm really not sure. I might have to make a straw poll. <clears throat> uh, sorry. Um. Yeah, I might have to make a straw poll 
because it is it's very tempting. But anyway, moving on from that, we're actually going to talk about NVIDIA because they have actually managed to find a way around Apple's app restrictions by launching their GeForce Now streaming or game streaming service as a Safari web app, which is something I didn't even know you could do. But there you go. So GeForce Now is essentially NVIDIA's way of letting you stream your games a little bit like Google Stadia, which I've talked uh, about before, and other stuff like that. Um, I can't think of any examples right now because that's what happens. But when I record stuff, I just, yeah, forget everything. But um, yeah, this looks interesting because uh, Apple have a lot of app restrictions on their uh, if you want their app to be put, or a app to be put on the App Store and just apps to be on iOS in general. Um, obviously, there's been the entire thing about Epic versus Fortnite. Um, no, not Epic versus Fortnite. Epic made Fortnite. Epic versus Apple um, with obviously some of the Fortnite app restrictions because there's lots of things that you're not allowed to do. I was actually listening to the One Show podcast a while ago um, and Luke who's on there, um, who is also, um, I don't know what his role is in creating the float, pay, float plane app, but yeah, the LTT app, or LMG, I guess, float plane app is essentially like another YouTube, except for it isn't for people to grow, it's more just so that people can have like their videos on there and stuff. Anyway, I'm not going to get into what float plane is, but he was saying it took a while to get a beta version of the Floatplane app onto the App Store because of all of these app restrictions and just, yeah, annoying things. Uh, in fact, a little tip for you, if you want to go and buy, I think, Netflix and I imagine other stuff, it's actually cheaper to do it on a non-Apple device, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, if you can, I would recommend not buying it. Or I'm, I think it's just iOS. I don't think it is on macOS. Um, that's inconvenient. My monitor's just turned off. My square monitor. <laughs> well, rip monitor. Um, hmm. Let's see if I can salvage this recording. Okay, cool. I managed to drag OBS to my main screen. Right. But yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty interesting. Uh, this is like an interesting way past it, if you ask me. Um, I don't know how it works, but yeah, the web app currently requires users to have a gamepad connected through touch support in games like Fortnite is expected to arrive shortly. So you have to use a controller. According to this, mouse and keyboard will not work at all, ever, and touch support for some games will get added, um, but it's unlikely that, um, it's unlikely that keyboard and mouse support will be added, um, and yeah, this, this looks pretty interesting, let's see, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all there is, all the information there is on that. It's This means that obviously you can use GeForce now on iPhone and iPad. Um, 
because obviously like you're not going to be able to obviously there are a lot of games that you probably i imagine you can't get on the app store due to the restrictions like fortnite and so this article has speculated that uh, the web app is likely to be able to bring back fortnite uh, if you're really interested in that um so yeah <laughs> so speaking of gaming stuff we're going to talk a bit about valve who are the people that make steam saying a growing number of people are playing steam games with a controller which is interesting so steam is obviously the app which you get on windows and mac and i'm pretty sure you can also get it on linux i actually am not sure but yeah and it is essentially one of the biggest game launchers slash libraries that i'm aware of you know there's a lot of various different stuff and things on steam uh, i have a few steam games you know a lot of games are on steam um but yeah and basically valve have said because this is only available on devices with keyboard and mouse control although i think you can get it on no there is another thing you can get it on i believe you can get it on some sort of tv hang on i'll check that in a second um i'm just trying to like access it to see if i can but yeah um so it isn't available on linux it is available on mac os and it is also available on what's this wait no that is a wait so what's this Okay, so no, never mind. I believe Steam is available on uh, Linux then. So yeah, it's basically the best way uh, to play a lot of games if they're on there with multiplayer and stuff like that. If you're interested in games and stuff, there are a lot of games on there. You've probably all heard of it. I don't know why I'm talking, still talking about it at this point. Um, but yeah, and the main reason I want to talk about it is because Steam games... Most 60% is estimated of people are actually playing Steam games with a controller. And yes, Steam is available for all major Linux distributions, it says right here. So, um, yeah, interesting. So... Yeah, Valve are like, well, hey, 60% of people are actually playing with controller, so... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, because obviously uh, you often, I quite a lot see memes about, uh, I'm assuming PC gamers have created about like controller and things like that, but then it turns out that most people are actually playing on controller, so I don't know. Um, so some games such as skateboarding games have well over 90% of their plays using controllers in game, I guess that kind of makes sense. And it turns out that growth in controller usage has been even higher am among has been even higher among us players using PlayStation controllers, which has grown 
in the past two years from 10.9% of controller PlayStation to 21.6% of all controller sessions across Steam. So I think what's that saying is that, can you even play Among Us with a controller? I don't think you can. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting that that's a thing you can do. Um, okay, so you can't actually play Among Us with a controller. does not support it natively. However, if you were to play on BlueStacks, which is an Android emulator, then it has a controller support feature thing which will allow you to use controller. So yeah, on Steam, it does not have controller support, apparently, according to whatever I just read. Um, so yeah, this is really interesting. And also, Valve's announcement signals the use of DualSense for some games on Steam. Valve said the support for LED trackpad rumble and gyro features for players to configure in games such as Death Stranding, No Man's Sky and Horizon Zero Dawn. So that is obviously the new PS5 controller, is DualSense I believe, that's its name. Um, I think... Yeah, I'm pretty sure DualSense is the name of the PS5 controller. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, that is really interesting and just surprising, you know. Uh, I imagine a lot of people were not aware <laughs> of that. I know I wasn't aware of it until just now. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, that surprised me quite a lot, if I'm being honest, that there is controller support. Um, not control support. I knew there was control support. Surprised me that people are using controllers in Steam games. Um, yesterday, the Steam client beta was updated to add Rumble over Bluetooth for DualSense to add reduced Rumble intensity for the DualSense and allowing external audio-based haptics while Rumble is enabled on the DualSense. The hope is, of course, that eventually support for DualSense adaptive triggers will be added. Okay, that was... So yeah, basically Steam have updated to allow support for DualSense controller, which I believe is the PS5 controller, if I remember correctly. Yes, it is. Look, it's the PS5 controller, um, which does look really cool, by the way. I do actually really like this design here and just the way it looks. And uh, we do plan on getting a PS5 as well. So hopefully I'll be able to give my thoughts on the PS5 and, uh, you know, it's controller. These buttons look a little bit more further apart than normal. I'm not sure if I like the fact that this X button is... Oh, not X button. Whatever. I guess it is sort of... this The cross, the X, whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure if I like it being down here. I think I prefer a little bit more up here. Um, PS5, DualSense, 21 things you didn't know. Uploaded by PlayStation Grenade, 17th of April, 2020. But, yeah, um... There's also a black version, I think. Unless this is just fan-made, I'm actually not sure whether this is, but it does look good in black. I really am not a fan. Whilst we're on this topic, we might as well just talk about it. I'm really not a fan of the PS5. Um, I would much prefer it to be black than white. 
I just, uh, the white looks, it stands out too much. What is that? Okay, that is definitely not what the PS5 looked like. I remember, actually, with these leaks. Um, but yeah, here's the actual PS5. So, I don't like the look of this. It looks so much like an Alienware PC. Like, that's just what I... And I did hear it said somewhere, I will admit. Um, and that's probably planted the idea in my head. But still, it is very much reminding me of an Alienware PC. Um, let's see. Yeah, like, look at this. Like, very, very similar, if you ask me. Um, if we go back one, there's a better photo. Like, yeah, these Alienware PCs do very much look like... <laughs> like the PS5. They were, well, not necessarily like the PS5, but they remind me of the PS5. Um, yeah. That's all I've really got to say on that. It's just... Mm. It's interesting. Uh, whereas, obviously, Xbox's approach is a lot more like a some uh, the xbox series approach looks a lot more like a mini itx pc build or micro itx pc build um i actually you know mini fearful who has been on the podcast a few times actually has one and he has sent me photos of it and, and stuff like up against his hand so you know you can see the size comparison um and yeah, it, it looks interesting. I probably would prefer a PS5, but unfortunately my dad and my brother prefer PS... No, I'd prefer an Xbox, but unfortunately my dad and my brother would prefer PS5. So hmm. yeah, we're getting one. We might actually be getting two. Because I mean, we already have two PS4s. But yeah, we're going to trade in those two PS4s because PS4 Pro and PS4. But anyway, pretty sure I've talked about that before. And last but not least, we haven't talked about leaks and leaked things for a while so that's what we're gonna do so we're gonna talk about the Samsung Galaxy S21 because there have been some leaked designs uh, revealing potentially all three models with a really interesting looking display so dummy units of the Galaxy S20, S20 oh no sorry Galaxy S21, S21 Plus and S 21 Ultra have been leaked. It looks very, very cool. Um, I'll show a photo of it on screen. It looks very, very fancy. I like the look of it. Because uh, look, this screen basically looks like it can tilt. So anyway, let's, let's actually read this, um, this thingy. What's it called? article. So, a new Samsung Galaxy S21 leak has revealed what Samsung's next generation smartphone could look like. Uh, continuing with their near daily slew of Galaxy S21 leaks, uh, Ice Universe has tweeted images of the dummy units giving us a first look at what the Galaxy S21 could look like in the real world. This builds on the S21 renders we've seen recently. Very, very cool um things because it looks like the 
Oh, Galaxy S21. So somebody's tweeted, the Galaxy S21 Ultra screen will refresh multiple records, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, look at this screen. Like, let's just admire this screen for a second and the way it almost is bending. It, it almost looks like this screen, you know, you can like push it back in and like pop it out and things like that uh, to a certain point anyway. This does look like a very if this is real not fake and obviously it's leaks so if these leaks are actually correct then this is going to be very 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 interesting um and i'm a fan from what i can see so far i think i'm a fan if we go back to here so that you can see what i mean like here and how the screen is like popping out i reckon you could like push it back in and like move it up and around and obviously it might be a little bit hard to see if you're just listening <laughs> but yeah it looks it looks interesting um but yeah that's really all i have to say on that and actually you know what that's going to be the end of today's episode because we have been running for 21 minutes and 10 seconds so yeah thank you for listening i will hopefully see you later in the next episode which will be coming out next saturday sunday or monday depending on when i have the time occasionally fridays but very rarely so yeah thanks for watching thanks for listening you can follow me on all my own socials, my own YouTube channel for even more content, although it's not tech content. And yeah, I'll see you later. Bye.